0: Go down in a minute. Let me touch down. i going to get it. because been waiting
1: all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith.
2: Well, good morning and welcome to a Monday. This is game time with Tom and Glenn and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. We oh, there is so we need about six hours to get to all the stuff that we got on the schedule for for today. Let's uh, go around the horn and check in. Glenn, how you doing?
3: Good, fellas. What's going on this morning?
2: Not a whole lot, Garrett and you. I'm good. All right. So, there we go. We're all good. We're all ready. And, and I don't know where to start. Uh, do we start with the Cowboys? Do we start with the Big 12 and just how impressive they looked against the Sun Belt Conference? <laughs> uh do, do we talk about the Dallas Stars a, a game away from getting to the championship, the Stanley Cup? Let me tell you, Garrett, d- I just, just, I just want to share this with you. Okay. So, Saturday night, I'm locked in watching some football. Ring, 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 and it's my old buddy Glenn Stretch Smith. I said, Stretch, what are you doing right now? He says, I'm making a bologna sandwich, <laughs> and I'm watching the Stars, and he's screaming at his television, while I'm on the receiving end of the phone, right. He's mad at the stars, and then I flip over, and they win. <laughs> so,
3: oh. I, now, I, now, hold on a minute now. Part of that story, all of a sudden, we we've turned this into a Texas tale. You, I, I and hey, we're we're third week into our our show, and I, I and let me tell you, I'm proud to be part of this team, but I can already tell that Tom Barfield is not afraid to turn to turn that two pound. Guppy into a great white shark. I, w- I was <laughs> just excited because I, want, I wanted to see somebody in this town do something good because quite frankly, we've talked about the Rangers. They're a stinkopotamus. The Cowboys lay an egg last night. I needed the stars to get a win and we needed to feel good about what's going on in in, in North Texas. I, I'm sorry, Tom. You know what? I was just trying to cue you in on something positive going on. Yeah, but
2: you know, ten o'clock. at – Who eats their supper at ten o'clock at night? Bologna sandwich, <laughs> a little snack, uh, <laughs> a little Scooby snack, little snack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what it was. A little snack. <laughs> so, oh boy. All right, let's see. We, we got some high school football. Board. There were some. I thought there were some terrific games played this weekend. I mean, just flat out some good football games. Uh, and we'll get into that. We'll uh, we'll get into the NBA. We got a lot of stuff to take care of here this morning. And uh, boy, we're going to break down. We're going to let we're going to I, we're just going to get out of the way uh-huh. in our next in our next segment and let Stretch tell us what he thought about the game. And then I'm going to I got about 27 questions here. I want answers to
3: I, <laughs> I, I, wa- I deserve answers. And <laughs> yeah. I've, I want answers. You, you, you're going to get them, and I tell you what, Garrett, be ready with the dump, but oh, I, got I you. promise you, I've, I, 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 I'm watching that game last night, and there was some, you talk about frustrating, I mean, some things that I, that I saw that I, I, I promise you, I, I'm going to bark a few words and make a sailor blush, but uh, you know what I really thought too, Tom, I thought you might come out and talk about what a great win for La Vega. Wow, going oh, to Corpus Christi, Cal Allen. I sh- Let's talk about that. Let's do not talk about the egg that the Cowboys laid.
2: Uh, it, it was a terrific neutral site win for for those La Vega Pirates. And uh, and I'm going to tell you, we're going to talk to Kirk Mull from Lexington. You, you want to talk about Murder's Row. He plays Rockdale and wins Friday night. And w- what's his reward? He gets Cameron this Friday night. And those two teams will play in two weeks for the Battle of the Bell, and we all know how special mm-hmm. that game is. So w- we're going to get into all that. We got that stuff to talk about. Those high school football games, and just a, a lot of stuff to uh, to get to today. Some college football talk, some NFL talk. Uh, <laughs> guys, I watched just about every snap of the Texas State uh, football. That they were beat and put to and put to rest when they came roaring back and, and forced overtime. So. Uh, was, that was an interesting game. There was a lot of stuff that was uh, that was good stuff. Did you watch? Did you guys watch a
3: lot of college and NFL yesterday? You know, I watched. I, I watched a lot of college football, and I watched. I watched the late game. I watched Tampa, New Orleans. I can't say that I could really get into Washington, Philadelphia. I, the early games, I, I didn't really have an interest for. But I really dialed in to watch. I, I thought. I thought the. I thought Tampa. You know, with all the anticipation of Brady, Gronkowski, all the things that they'd done going into New Orleans. Now, we talked about this, guys. Was it not a strange feeling to hear, you know, to hear the Dome in New Orleans just kind of be almost silent? But it, it really was a heck of a football game. That was a heck of a game. Obviously, I, uh, the Cowboys, we, we know what happened there. But I I was so disappointed, guys. I'm going to be honest. The Big 12 – to go out and play, really as poor about it. Kansas played about as poorly a first half of football as you could play. Ooh. Now they got it, they got it corrected in the second half, and at least made somewhat of a game out of it. Uh, and then Louisiana Lafayette just goes to Ames, and I'm talking about just it was a can whip, just whipped them. It was just a, yeah. whipped them. Yeah, a- and 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 then you know Arkansas State going. Going and winning at Kansas State—that's that's a tough place to win too. So wow, hats off to the Sun Belt Conference and what what they're doing. The level of play that I was—it was impressive watching Coastal Carolina fly around on defense. I'll tell you that. I mean that. That 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 league plays some good football. I I I've got a lot of respect for what's going on there. A lot of conversation about the top of the Big Twelve
2: and then the rest of the Big Twelve, and you know you got to you you couldn't put that to
4: rest after what we saw Saturday. No, and every year the Big Twelve wonders why we're disrespected. We're disrespected as a conference. Well, beat the Sun Belt. How about that? Yeah. There's a starting point. Go win the games you're supposed to. Yeah. All right, let's uh, dive into it. NFL yesterday,
2: uh, and I did watch the first half, but when Philadelphia had the game put away and all they had to do was just just get through the next two quarters, I, I, I left the game and then, oh, here comes the football team known as Washington, and they went it yesterday.
4: That was a fun game for me. Well, You're a Redskin I, look, fan. Well, hold on. Initially, it was miserable because it was like, here we go again. Washington you know, just garbage, but you know, their defensive line, they, they put a lot of emphasis in that the past couple of years. And that was really their golden point of the team, but it's hard to judge how good they really are when Philadelphia's offensive line is so abysmal. And then Dwayne Haskins, man, he's so inaccurate. I, I don't know who was more inaccurate yesterday, him or Tom Brady. It was pretty bad. Every pass he threw past 10 yards was like overselling or, you know, dumping short, but they were able to get the win and you know, it's probably the peak of the season for Washington.
3: <laughs> and it could be the peak of the season the Giants get beat tonight. They're they're in first place by themselves. How, how how unbelievable is that? And that that's another question of handicap and who who could have handicapped that? But I the, the surprising game for me guys was how about how about the Cardinals beating San Francisco? Mm-hmm. How about D Hop, hundred and fifty-one yards receiving? Boy, that trade looks good. Good on Bill O'Brien, doesn't it? And the Texans,
5: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez,
3: I mean, you give up, you give up that guy fourteen balls for hundred and fifty-one yards. Uh, he, he, and Kyler Murray, you can tell they're already clicking together. And what, what, a, what a big win for the Arizona Cardinals! And I'll tell you what, guys, I was the first guy that was very, very critical of that pick for Arizona, and. Uh, I'm I'm looking like I know exactly what I'm doing. I should be talking on the radio instead of coaching in the NFL. So, <laughs> good for, good for the good for Arizona. I thought a, a big win. And how impressive was it, Seattle? Well, there was there, I mean, really good, good. I, I thought good teams. I, here's the other thing that I took away from Week One, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong here. But, and this started with the Thursday night game. It looked like there were about half of the teams in the NFL that desperately needed preseason mm-hmm. then there were half of the teams that almost looked like they were in week 3 or 4 of the season yeah i i,
2: I could not agree with you more and there and, you know you, you the highlight afternoon game the 3:30 game was was New Orleans and Tampa and i think that's a prime example it, there was no question that Tom Brady is still an outstanding quarterback but he and that receiving core were not and i repeat were not on the same page at any stretch of the imagination yesterday. He throws two picks. One was just looked like a rookie mistake. And and then one was a communication problem with, he thought the receiver was going to continue the route and the receiver breaks it off. So there, there's a lot. And, and is that because they didn't get the work that they needed to get in the spring and, and into the early summer? No, I'm what, assuming there, it
3: is. Yeah. And, and there's no question. And that's the thing too is every year, you know those guys are throwing all offseason with their guys. Mm-hmm. Whether that's Julian Edelman, and he would go out to California because I know this for a fact, and he would work with Brady. Uh, uh, Danny Amendola was out. To, I mean, there were a lot. There there were a lot of times when Brady was working on that, and you saw that. You, you make a great point. You saw that yesterday when Mike Evans broke that route off, and Brady, ex- you know, ex- expected him to could c- carry that ball up the seam. He throws a pick. So. Those are all things that will get worked out. But, again, you're saying the right thing. All of that should have been done in the preseason. And I know we all hate preseason football. But right now, boy, did uh, some of these teams need preseason football. And guess what? Some of these scouting staffs desperately needed it. Cowboys, you think they're not in a bad way right now? Jarwin, possible ACL injury. Vander Esch, broken collarbone. You think they're not scouring right now? looking for depth and looking for guys to bring in, and when you have no tape to watch, you've got nothing to go back to the preseason and see if you can jockey and find some guys to turn the bottom of your roster. I mean, there's a different set of challenges for every staff, and I'm talking about not only the coaching staff but the scouting staffs.
2: All right, uh, let's see, doubleheader tonight to wrap up week one. It's Pittsburgh and New York, and then the Titans and the Broncos. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have real quick? Uh, Baseball, Rangers, Uh, they win it 6-3, and the uh, Dodgers beat the Astros 8-1. Denver, a winner over the Clippers to even that series up at three games apiece. And as we mentioned, the Stars are up three games to win over Vegas. They'll play tonight, I believe, around 6 and if the uh, stars can finish it up, they're headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. So, and Tom, there I, you go. I,
3: before we before we break out in this first segment, Baylor Bears now got that big game with Houston coming up. There's no question, and they
2: have not played since the Old Southwest Conference Day. So that should be fun. And not only, I love it. Not only are they going to play this year, then they they they've got a, they're going to figure out when they can do a home and home. They've signed a three year deal a three game deal. I, and I don't know when the home and home would take place, but it but it's on the books and that's a cool thing. And why not play within your state? There are what 10, 11, maybe even 12 division 1 football teams right here in the Lone Star State. Let's let's create the Lone Star 12 and have our own little league. Why well, you know? And I,
3: and, I, and and I like that cuz guess what? That helps recruiting. That helps the recruiting in this state. It'll help keep these players in state. That's it's uh, that's the thing that and, and I know that you you know, you focus on that a lot, but you have an understanding of what's going on and your finger on the pulse of the Texas high school football coaches, the Texas high school situation. Is that not great? We get U of H and Baylor playing Saturday, and, and it's such late notice. I, I, I know it's uh, it's going to be – there'll be logistical issues with trying to get that done, but what, what a heck of a situation right here to be able to tee it up uh, – at 11 o'clock Saturday morning with both, the Houston Cougars.
2: Both needed a game. Both got a game. So, it's Saturday at 11. We'll begin our coverage at 7 a.m., kids, bright and early from uh, from the stadium, from McLean. And we uh, look forward to uh, bringing you our uh, tailgate show at 7 in the pregame at 9. Ten thirteen, 10-13. We will break down the Cowboys and the Rams, and we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitshi Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com.
7: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a pleasant start to the day with temperatures starting out in the upper 60s and lower 70s. Skies will be mostly sunny with a few lingering clouds in the afternoon and a chance of rain east of I-35. We'll warm up quickly and highs will be in the upper 80s and lower 90s. Tonight, temperatures will drop down into the lower 70s with mostly clear skies. Cloud cover will increase on Tuesday with highs in the upper 80s and lower 90s and a 20% chance of showers and storms in the afternoon and evening. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
1: Recently on Game Time.
3: You know what? I'm I'm over here and I'm just trying to picture you on the back of Old Buttermilk over there before <laughs> they crack that gate open, Butter and seeing milk. you seeing you seeing you give your take your left hand and whack your cheek a, a good time to get you all sparked up and, and ready to, ready to let it rip. I. You know what, I, I, Garrett? I don't know about you, but I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get Barfield to, you know, find us some pictures. Or hey, something, oh, I hey, we gotta I got see it. this. I could, I, I for some it. reason, again, I'm trying to picture you in a pair of them really. really I mean, them them, them 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 Wrangler blue jeans. I mean, that those kind that if you toot, you're gonna sprain both ankles, <laughs> and you jumping <laughs> MWC, up on the back baby. of it. You jumping up on the back of old Buttermilk to give her a rip out of gate number two. I'm just trying. To
1: put hey, it you got together. a bucking spur. You just got to. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas.
8: My part time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com.
9: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard, aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
8: Qualified buyers at 3.9% with $4,000 down cash or trade. One available. Tax, title, and license extra. See dealer for details.
2: It's the pre-owned kickoff savings event at Richard Carr. Score big savings like a 2011 GMC Acadia SLE for $109 a month. Or a 2011 Chevy Avalanche pickup for $199 per month. Or a 2019 Jeep Cherokee for $279 a month. Celebrate
10: your score at the kickoff savings event going on now at Richard Carr. Let's face it. Some people just like driving around in the nude. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters to talk about those truck owners that know they have naked trucks, but simply don't care. You'll hear them saying something like, I'm just driving around free and easy. Nothing constricting me. Gross. But there is something that can entice almost any naked truck owner. Leather. I mean, they kind of go together, right? And Pickup Outfitters is an authorized dealer and professional installer of cat skin leather seats. So I'm asking you to do your part and help us in truck nudity. The next time you're near your naked truck owner friend, you can say something like, you know what would really be sexy on your truck? Leather. And they'll get that sly smile, and you know you've hit them in their weak spot. Pickup Outfitters installs factory matching leather kits or custom kits in just about any color combination for your truck or even car. It's the sexy thing to do. You can be part of the problem, or you can create a commotion with cat skin leather seats at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco.
1: Welcome back to Game Time. Let's talk America's team with Tom Barfield and Clint Stretch Smith.
2: 17 after 10 o'clock, sunshine, 78 degrees. Going to be another warm one, according to our friends over at Fox 44. Weather brought to you by the Nitchie Group. All right, uh, Rams a winner over the Cowboys, 20 to 17. I'm not going to ask a single question until... Stretches complete with his his analysis and his breakdown of this game. And then I've got about 73 questions.
3: You know, guys, it started with me early in the game. And we, we talked about this. Which one of these teams needed the preseason? It, it, it looked like the Cowboys. It looked like this as if they had never seen a bootleg play action screen thrown. I mean, L.A. went right down the field and scored. Just boom, 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 and never threw a pass over six yards. That to me, that that was immediately magnified because I'm thinking, okay, number one, they were not gonna let the Cowboys defensive ends and Alden Smith and 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 Lawrence, they were gonna let them cut loose and get up the field. Good job by Sean McVay in a game plan where he was gonna get the ball out of Jared Goff's hands. And that's exactly what he did. And finally Finally, the Cowboys adjusted to it about midway through the third quarter by playing some press coverage. They would not put the corners at, at all up on the ball, and that, that, that really concerned me. Then I go to and, – and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at what's going on with, with Diggs, who is the corner from Alabama that the Cowboys drafted, and then you had Awuzie on the other side. They're playing soft, again, the entire time, very frustrating – to watch that and and to allow them to continue to allow Goff just to take those three-step drops, get the ball out of his hand, throwing those hitches and that underneath those underneath routes, it, it that that was frustrating defensively. Here's the other thing that got frustrating for me defensively is the I personally can't stand when you have your inside defensive tackles in those squared stances. That drives me crazy. Now we can sit here and argue it and, and we can argue coaching points. I'm a guy that likes a staggered stance and I want those guys up the field. I don't like inside guys that are two-gap players. They got their ass rolled off the ball last night. And when I'm telling you rolled off the ball, when the Rams wanted to right there, they had had it first and 10 about 3 minutes to play in the game. I'm talking about they took Don Terry Poe and Tyson Hill and rolled their ass off the ball about 7 yards. That's very alarming to me. And I'm talking about it could be yearly alarming because when you can't hold, at least get in there and fight a little bit and allow your linebackers to run, which I'm assuming is what they're doing because when you stand your defensive tackles in squared stances, you're wanting them to be two gap players and keep guys off of the linebackers. They were not able to do that last night, they were getting their butt rolled off of the ball. Vanderesh, we've talked about this, and, and I know I've talked about it on Mosley's podcast multiple times. He had issues coming out of Boise State with his neck. Last year went out with a neck issue. Game one, broken collarbone. Uh, uh, I, I love him as a player. I think he's a heck of a football player, but I'm not sure he's going to be able to physically hold up and be able to do the things that he's going to need to do because they moved him to being a true Mike linebacker in this defensive scheme. I thought the secondary did adjust in the second half. They, they made a, Wouzier uh, made the pick over on the sideline, finally getting up and playing some press coverage. Guys, this secondary is going to be an Achilles heel all year long. I, I, I hated that they put. The safety had to come up a time or two playing the tight end. The one thing you can't let a tight end do is win on a slant. They did it twice. So those three things, guys, defensively were very alarming to me. Let's go to the other side of the ball. I thought Steele, the kid that they started at right tackle, a free agent from Texas Tech, I thought he did okay. I mean, he got in there and battled Connor Williams, the Texas guard. He, he got in there. He, you could tell he's put some weight on. He's been full-time in the weight room and doing some things. So the Cowboys' offensive front, I thought, stood up okay. Here's the thing that I'm I, that I'm initially concerned with on the Cowboys' offense is I believe Zeke is a downhill runner. And when I say down, downhill, I'm talking about a between-the-tackles physical runner. I don't like running wide zones with Zeke Elliott. I, I, I don't like the play. I don't like – what it does, I think it takes away from the strength of what he is. I think Pollard can be an okay zone runner, but Zeke is a downhill runner. They adjusted, got that done. Um, as far as how they played um, in the initially with the combination of what we've talked about, how they're going to mesh this offense and put this offense together, being a West Coast scheme along with, what Kellen Moore knows and what uh, and what they're comfortable with and Dak has been comfortable with, we saw it magnify itself. And we've talked about this too, guys, always a shallow cross coming. On that fourth down call, and we, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but on the fourth down call, C.D. Lamb, when you're running a shallow cross and it's fourth and three, you better make sure you're past the sticks. He did not, the, the mesh with those two receivers was not good. Something that they'll get worked out. Here's the most glaring thing to me why, when you have these speed receivers, did it take you almost the entire game before you took a deep shot? You have got to take some deep shots. The deepest ball he threw was the deep two or the deep cross to CD Lamb, that I think was a pickup of about 28 yards. When you have this type of receiver, you've got guys who can go deep and can do these kind of things, you must take some shots deep. And I think that's something they're going to have to correct right now. I'm going to give immediately – guys, I'm going to criticize Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, throw the ball down the field. You've got to take some deep shots with these guys. They've talked about this kid for two years around here like he's a damn guru. You know what, guru would get the ball down the field. He he he, he didn't he, he it, the the inexperience last night on the coaching staff with the Cowboys and with what Sean McVay did, I thought showed. And I think I think the bottom line last night the Cowboys were out coached. And I and, and I I don't like to point to that initially because I think it's the players that play the game. But fellas, they were out coached. And to not push that ball down the field, shame on Kellen Moore and shame on the Cowboys for not taking some shots in that game last night.
2: alright right, right, 10-25, I'm going to ask you a few few little questions. First of all, <clears throat> there's no reason to ask this question. It's just a fact. That was not offensive pass interference down on the 15-yard line. That was a ridiculous call that late in the game. Uh, so, But, but the, with that said, the number one thing I had written down was the Cowboys' defensive front. It, you mentioned it. Come on. They got pushed all over the football field for four quarters. the, the LA Rams offensive line stretch dominated the, the line of scrimmage.
3: Well and, and you're saying you're, you're making the correct point. however, I thought the, the and, and the one positive thing was how about Alden Smith? I mean he played his butt off last night a guy who's been out of the league four or five years. So defensive ends I, 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 I thought they did okay. When you say defensive line it's those inside guys and you're exactly right. They got their they got their rear end whipped and at some point they're going to have to figure out a rotation of guys. And I get it, Gerald McCoy, he, he got hurt, but guys, at this point with the way the Cowboys are having injuries in the preseason and in this first game it's going to be next man up mentality. You can't. You got to go in there and find some guys who can at least fight and not get blown off the football. All right, it's fourth down. You've got a chippy to tie the football game.
2: Why didn't you kick? I, 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 and I'm screaming at the television, kick, get the three, and let's
3: go. Let's go play the last five or six minutes straight up. Yeah, you've got right there. You've got to kick the football. Now, I don't want to take away from if he felt great about a call or if he felt. You know, he, f- he really felt like he could pick that up. But in a football game like that where you've really been outplayed, and, I, again, we can argue this, on the road you go for the win. At home you go for the tie. We could, we could start juggling that. But right there he should have kicked the football and tied the football He should have kicked that ball, tied the game up, and, and, and lived to fight another day. The, the P.I. call, guys, is, it was a terrible call. That, anytime guys are hand fighting and the receiver does not extend his arm to get you pushed off and to create separation, there's no way you can make that call. But, guys, they didn't lose the football game last night because of that call. They lost the football game last night because they got their ass whipped on their defensive front.
2: And, and you know, they're right in there at halftime. And it felt like that it should be about 35 to nothing at halftime. I, it, the Rams just absolutely dominated the football game, yet they didn't have a whole lot to show for it in the first half.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I, I completely agree with you. I mean, D- Dallas, the first quarter and almost a half of the football game, quarter and a half before they went to halftime, they looked like they were in preseason mode. That's what it felt like. but. When you when you when you got the touchdown and you were able to come back right there, the, uh, the Rams missed the field goal. He hit the upright, and it kind of left you hanging around the game mm-hmm. where you where you should have been blown out. That uh, they should have taken advantage of, of of what the Rams had given them right there.
2: Do you want to see the Cowboys throw the football to Zeke Moore?
3: He he is a weapon as a receiver. Yeah, yeah, I want to see him. If you got to get him the ball on the perimeter, he's a, he's a good screen runner. And, yes, he, he, he can run those swings. I, that was one of the worst balls I thought Dak threw last night was he threw that swing to him and hit him back on the back hip. And those are the things that when I start looking at, can you really pay him all the money that he's wanting to be paid, I wish he was more accurate with some of those mid-range throws. But, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see any time you can get the ball to Zeke Moore, to me he wears them down and you saw kind of in the in, right there in the middle of the third quarter and into the fourth quarter i mean his what were 2 yard runs in the first quarter were 4 and 5 yard runs in the third and fourth quarter that's how they're going to have to win football games and you know, I, I hear people all the time say, Oh, you got to throw the ball to win the NFL. You got to throw the ball to win in the NFL. Can you imagine if they dropped back last night with steel at tackle and just thrown the ball 50 times? I mean, you, you got no chance. So those are the things that that's the reason they paid Zeke. And then he's got to continue to hammer uh, and, and, and do what he can do, which is, you know, put that head on you and, and, and be a downhill runner. I. I'm just somewhat disappointed in uh, Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy offensively not knowing, and and let's take the preseason out of it, but not knowing what to do in those situations. You had a whole year last year of cut-ups and films and things that you could watch. That, were, that, that would have told you the story that it didn't take you one game last night to figure out, which is he's a downhill runner running between the tackles and getting the ball out on screens and on the perimeter, throwing the football to him. All right,
2: uh, 10.30, there's more to come, and we'll continue talking some Cowboy football as they get ready now for their home opener against the uh, Falcons of Atlanta. It's 10.30. We're going to step aside, and we're coming back with more game time here in just a moment.
0: TFNB, your bank for life, supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With 5 locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC.
8: my part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home my training helps me at work when I lead by example the Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day my service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't I help my hometown recover after nature strikes My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com.
9: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
2: you
11: ESPN Radio
1: Sports Center. I'm Steven
6: Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Instar. Cowboys fell to the Rams 20-17 to on Sunday night and lost a few players in the process. Tied in Blake Jarwin. Went down with a knee injury and the team fears it's an ACL tear. He'll have an MRI later this week. Linebacker Leighton Vander suffered a broken collarbone and will miss some time as well. And swing tackle Cam Irving left the game with a knee injury. We'll update you on all the latest Cowboys news right here on ESPN Central Texas all throughout the day. Football has a game this weekend. The Bears were able to work out a deal to host Houston on September 19th at 11 a.m. Houston was scheduled to play Memphis this weekend. That game was postponed due to an outbreak on the Memphis team. Rangers and Astros have the night off. They start a three game set with each other tomorrow night at 7 10. if the Dallas Stars win tonight, they'll be headed to the Stanley Cup finals. They take on the Vegas Golden Knights at 7 o'clock on NBC Sports Network. Sports Center,
1: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: 10:34. Welcome back into game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we thought that Saturday the 26th would be the first Baylor football game, but the Bears and the Houston Cougars have elected to play this Saturday. And we're joined now by Joseph Durarte of the Houston Chronicle. Joseph, uh, in the in the era of COVID, you got to be you got to be loose and you got to be fluid because things change in a hurry, don't they? <coughs>
5: Yeah, how about that? You know, these two teams haven't played each other in about, what is it, a quarter of a century, and then it took a pandemic to get something finalized in less than 24 hours. So, absolutely, both teams were looking for a game before they, they, they really get into their schedule. And it, it just so happened with some of the connections between the schools, they were able to make it work. Do
2: I, I, I just said earlier on the program that I, I pandemic aside, I think this is a good thing. I think the, the schools within the state should play each other and, and renew some of those old rivalries.
5: Oh, I, I totally agree. You, you look at uh, since the breakup of the Southwest Conference, many of them, have played Baylor has come to Houston a few times to play Rice. Uh, you look at SMU, A and M, and Texas were still you know conference uh, mates for for several years, and Texas Tech. So yeah, I, I'm I'm all for that. Uh, if uh, when this game goes off on Saturday, I'm I'm sorry. Sometimes you have to say if these days. Uh, <laughs> You, uh, Houston will only have not played Texas A&M. So I, I am a, a really in favor uh, of, of those games. You know, they've had a hard time to get the Longhorns on the schedule down here. But overall, I think it benefits, especially in this time where you have to, to really count your pennies in terms of travel.
2: Where is Houston Cougar football right now? For, for the for the Waco area fans that may not have kept up as closely with, with Houston, where, where are they right now? Where's the program?
5: Well, you know, if you would have asked me that five years ago, I would have said they were on top of the world. You know, they were coming off of the big Peach Bowl win over Florida State. Uh, Tom Herman eventually moves down to Austin, and and Major Applewhite takes over, and really has just two mediocre years. And then we all know what happened last year with the red shirt uh, saga and Dana Holgerson, and you know the starting quarterback De'Aaron King deciding to sit out the rest of the year and then transferring. So I mean, this is really sort of a a crossroads for the program at this point because. Uh Holgerson did the red shirting for a reason and thinks that year two is going to be a much improved product. So uh, a lot of people are going to be watching with interest to see if he's right or if what they went through last year just isn't going to pan out. But, I mean, this is a program that, that should be at the top of the group of five with Memphis, UCF, Cincinnati, you know, Boise, those schools. But uh, they haven't just been able to capture that magic from the 15 uh, season. Uh, since that year, it, it's
2: sitting there in the city of Houston where unbelievable high school football is played, you would think that you could just get the pick of the litter
5: you, you would and you know there's there's every once in a while you well not every once in a while, once in a generation you get the Ed Oliver type and that's kind of set off their their sixteen recruiting class where it was the H town takeover and they were getting a lot of those in city players. But, you know, it's a fight, and I think a lot of talk this week is going to be about what would have been when the Southwest Conference broke up. What if Baylor hadn't got that invitation? What if it had been Houston? You think of the, the money, you know, it's $30 million plus for Big 12 members, and Houston gets about six or seven from the American. What could they do with that extra money? You know, they've, they've invested a lot in the facilities. They feel like they have that all in place, but they still don't have – that title, that power five membership. And that is a big part of the recruiting. And, and I think that's the only thing right now that's holding them back.
4: Has Clayton Toon locked down the uh, starting quarterback position, or is it still an open competition between him and Logan Hogerson?
5: No, he, he's the guy. Logan Holgerson's a walk-on. Of course, he's the son of the coach. And, you know, he had to come in a few games last year when Clayton Toon got hurt. But uh, there's no controversy, no competition at the quarterback spot. Really, this team – Uh, was able to get through half of its spring, which is a lot more than most schools around the country were able to do before the shutdown. So they're pretty good shape in terms of what they wanted to install in the spring. And then, you know, other than having a a few days to prepare for Baylor, just like Baylor's having to prepare for Houston, uh, they've got everything in place, not a lot of competition. Maybe the offensive line has a few spots, and the secondary has uh, a few up for grab with some Power 5 transfers. But uh, this team, with all the red shirts and the – Uh, upperclassmen it's an experienced team
4: Marquez Stevenson finished last season with 52 receptions after having 75 in 2018 do you expect him to get back over the 70 plus mark receptions this year
5: absolutely you know this you know they they were really a work in progress early on last year team those first four games didn't look like the quarterback from the previous year so there were some some growing pains with the offense but now that they have tuned in for a full year uh, he's more of a passer uh, their chemistry has been great from what we've been told, and, and Marquez is one of those. You don't have to necessarily throw the deep ball to him. He can uh, do the catch and run on, on these little short passes and, and turn them into 50- and 60-yard gains. So absolutely, uh, he is an NFL prospect. I wouldn't be surprised if he works his way into a, a day-two uh, situation with a big year. Uh, but he is their go-to guy on offense.
2: Hey, Joseph, we uh, we look forward to seeing you Saturday in Waco, and we appreciate your time today.
5: Oh, loving to see McLean Stadium. Uh, well, Thank you very much, guys.
2: Hey, we'll see you soon. That's Joseph Durarte of the Houston Chronicle as the Cougars of the U of H will come calling. And, and you know, I was thinking about it. I know that Baylor plays them in other sports. Uh, you know, there was a lot of... Uh, matchups on the baseball diamond between mm-hmm. the Bears and the Cougars, and of course the uh, the minute made classic and, and all those things, and then home and home with with the Cougs, but uh, just not in, And I I hadn't even really thought about that uh, that the Cougars of of the U of H have not been. To Waco since uh, since they hooked up in 1995 as a member of the Southwest Conference, and if you'll remember, and Glenn, I know you do, uh, the the Cougars were you know one of the the last teams, maybe the last team that joined the Southwest Conference, and and didn't that happen after Arkansas departed?
3: Uh, it, Is that right? Uh, no, 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 they didn't. You talking about the Southwest Conference? Mm-hmm. No, Arkansas was still was still in the Southwest Conference when U of H was there, uh, but I, I I will say that yes, they were the last team to join, and. I'll I'll say this, guys, this, again, I I want, and I'd I'd like to know this when we're talking to the, you know, to the high school coaches, in your mind, doesn't this help keep recruits and keep these great players that are in the state of Texas at home these type of games? I mean, you guys tell me if you think that, that that, that would be appealing to me to be, if you were a player. To be able to go if when one of these schools was recruiting you, to be able to go to one of those schools and to be able to have your family, you know, make, make a short drive to see that game. Yeah. And at a beautiful place, again, like we live in, and, and 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 McLean Stadium, unbelievable, you know, unbelievable opportunity there. That's a great point. And I've
2: said that a million times. When a coach walks in and he's recruiting and he looks at mom and dad and says, you are within driving distance of eight or nine of our twelve
3: football games. That has to be a selling point, doesn't it? Uh, you would think so. Yeah, I mean, you would certainly think so. And again, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna brag on our town a little bit. But a, a chance to come to really I mean, in '95, think about the difference in in Waco, Texas, from '95 mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. now. It is a is a much, it's, it's a magnificent place to drive into the stadium, sitting on the water. And, I, and I, hey, I loved Floyd Casey Stadium. I mean, there's so much nostalgia and the history there. But guys, this is, you know, we've taken it to a whole nother level with what's going on in, in Central Texas. Hey, and, let me tell McLean you, Glenn, stadium.
2: and this is the truth the, f- the first game, the inaugural game at McLean Stadium when they had that aerial shot of McLean Stadium and you saw the stadium and you saw the river, I mean, I've lived here off and on all my life. I about fell out of my chair. It was an unbelievable, it was spectacular to see that aerial view of McLean Stadium. First of all, it looked like 175,000 people were in that stadium. And then you had the boats and then you had the water. And you're right. I mean, first of all, in 2020, Waco's a cool place to hang out. And, and and people want to be here i mean and there's so yeah you you make a great point it's 10 16 before 11 o'clock as we roll through a busy busy monday this is game time on espn central texas
12: the world may look a little different right now but one thing hasn't changed our commitment to ending alzheimer's when you participate in the walk to end alzheimer's you're part of a community that cares and that community has never needed us more we're still coming together in 2020, even if it means trying something new. Register today at alz.org slash walk and be the first to know about the walk in your area. Register your team
11: today at WacoWalk at alz.org.
8: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com.
9: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
0: TFNB, your bank for life, supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With 5 locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC.
13: Greg May honors Central Texas teachers during 25th anniversary celebration. Greg May is searching for an outstanding teacher to award a brand new 2021 Honda Accord. Submit your favorite teacher before October 15th. Mail entries or deliver in person to Greg May Honda. Attention, My Favorite Teacher, 1601 West Loop 340, Waco, Texas, 76712. Or email your entry to gregmayhonda at aol.com. Winner will be announced on Tuesday, November 10th. Complete details at gregmayhonda.com under hashtag my favorite teacher ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm
6: Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys fell to the Rams 20 to 17 on Sunday night and lost a few players in the process. Tight end Blake Jarwin went down with a knee injury and the team fears it's an ACL tear. He'll have an MRI later this week. Linebacker Leighton Vander suffered a broken collarbone and will miss some time as well. And swing tackle Cam Irving left the game with a knee injury. We'll update you on all the latest Cowboys news right here on ESPN Central Texas all throughout the day. Baylor. Football has a game this weekend. The Bears were able to work out a deal to host Houston on September 19th at 11 a.m. Houston was scheduled to play Memphis this weekend. That game was postponed due to an outbreak on the Memphis team. Rangers and Astros have the night off. They start a three-game set with each other tomorrow night at 7:10. And if the Dallas Stars win tonight, they'll be headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. They take on the Vegas Golden Knights at 7 o'clock on NBC Sports Network.
1: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to Game Time on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Now it's time to fly around the Big 12. forty eight. Tom Stretch and Garrett, and it's time for us to figure out what is going
4: on in the league. Garrett, what do we got? Well, we're going to start off with the news that we've gone over numerous times, but Baylor has scheduled the game with uh, Houston. That's going to be on September 19th here at McLean Stadium with the 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, this is the first time these two teams have met since 1995. Uh, the two programs have squared off 28 times, dating back to 1950. And Baylor leads the all-time series 14, 13, and 1. And the Bears have won four of the last five meetings between these two programs. I think it's just the, like we said, this is great for in-state teams to match up. It, like you said, Stretch, this is it really does play on recruiting. I, I think that instead of going out of state to get these games, we have enough schools here in the state of Texas where you could – I think everybody could play each other, you know, year in and year out. And I think that would just be better for the landscape as a whole.
11: Well, but- and,
3: and, yeah, and, and, and think about uh, – and here's what I'm saying, guys. Think about the upgrades that have been done to all of these stadiums. I mean, you know, the even 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 at UTSA, going to playing in the Alamo Dome. I mean, hell, they play a bowl game in there. So mm-hmm. all of these places are, 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 are great places to play, U of H. With what Tillman Fertitta has done down there, with the upgrade of that stadium, I mean, even 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 the Texas State. I mean, how cool does that stadium look now that they've, you know, made some upgrades
4: there in San Marcos? Oh, it does. It looks nice, and you know, they that's an up and coming program, and that was. I mean, I think them and UTSA, they both have great coaches in there. They're finally getting players to come in, establishing a depth chart, and it's just great for the state of Texas as a whole.
3: No, there, there, there's no doubt, guys. You you get you get no argument from me. Anytime you can spend more time in God's country, which is Texas,
4: for all of you that don't know for crying out loud, I'm all on board with it. On to Ames, Iowa, where Iowa State was just flat-out embarrassed uh, on Saturday by Louisiana. And they this was the second straight year that the Cyclones were ranked, and they're likely going to drop out of the poll after that. Uh, Iowa State was 3-0 and all-time against the Sunbelt Conference and listed as a double-digit favorite for this game. And, man, they just come out and flat-out got embarrassed.
3: How about special teams for Louisiana Lafayette? I mean, is, is Billy Napier and that coaching staff at Louisiana Lafayette not doing a great job? I think they had a kickoff and a punt return for a touchdown. Anytime your coaches are having that attention to detail, they're spending that kind of time, practice time, doing those kind of things, it only upgrades your football team. And I've I've said this forever. I believe in this, even with the junior high team that God love and my coach right now, fellas. It's a play in the football game, and it's just as important as an offensive snap or a defensive snap, the kicking game. And I think that's, those are the kind of things that, especially Saturday, Saturday morning, Baylor U of H, both first, you know, both first games for these
4: teams, boy, look for special teams to play a big role in that game. Oh, uh, no doubt. And on to Kansas State. So after K-State was upset by Arkansas State 28-21, to 21, one wild one Wildcat fan found himself with some empty pockets. Stretch, you're into gambling and everything, so you're going to like this. A better laid down $65,000 on K-State to win the game straight up. That would have yielded him $13,000, and now he is out because they couldn't cover that. And to make it worse, Arkansas State was missing 20 players. Eight of those were starters. And, and 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 when he emptied his pockets,
3: did he did he did he kind of turn them inside out so you <laughs> so he could give it the rabbit look as he walked away? No doubt. Goodness gracious! I mean that that's what I mean. I mean you bet that kind of money on a big favorite to win, and 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 guys,
4: they air conditioned the desert for a reason, and the reason is you don't win. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, West Virginia, they went ahead and rolled past Eastern Kentucky, fifty six to ten. They had 11 players suspended for this game, uh, and they were mostly starters. You had Chase uh, Bednar Jr., Uzba, T.J. Simmons, and tight ends T.J. Banks and Michael Michael Lachlan. But regardless, you know they took care of business like they were supposed to. And it, it's just I hate seeing this when you suspend players, knowing it, like it's a game that you're just going to route anyway. To me, that's kind of I don't know just. Blackluster doing that but well
3: and, and you make a good point i mean yes it, it, it is it going to affect the game no it's not going to affect the game but here's 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 the point that i'll make from a coaching perspective fellas you you work all year to get only 10 11 12 opportunities that's all you get and so when you work all year and you take one of those opportunities away it really does. It penalizes those players. And quite frankly, that's that's a black eye that will stick with you forever. If those, either one of those guys or any of those guys have an opportunity to go play at the next level, you guess what the, be, the, ne, the 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 very first thing that the coach at that school is going to tell those NFL scouts to come in. Hey, he got suspended for X. Mm-hmm. Hey, he went and beat up the Sigma guys. Hey, he did this. Hey, he did that. Hey, all of a sudden, those are magnified problems for you. So I, I don't care that, that, that they – you know, that they missed the game that they were going to win. I'm more focused on the fact that you took away from one of your opportunities and shame on you for doing what you shouldn't have been doing.
4: Oh, no doubt. And then the last but not least, the Texas Longhorns look like they were in mid season form. I know it's UTEP, but beside the way, I mean, Sam Ellinger was throwing the ball all over the field. They had seven different players score touchdowns were receiving touchdowns. But one thing to keep note of is Sam, uh, jordan whittington you know everybody has the expectations on him he had to miss last season because of the groin injury and then he goes out with a knee injury so hopefully he's okay but it's just unfortunate to see that from a uh, player with that much talent
3: oh and the longhorns look loaded and, and look like they're ready to challenge both oklahoma and oklahoma state for the big 12 title
4: no doubt and that's what i have today
2: all right uh, right, ten 6 in front of 11 o'clock this is game time now coming up at noon, it is Unnecessary Roughness with Q and Ward and and Stephen. And at some juncture in the uh, the program, they're going to announce the winner of our Pick'em contest presented by Whataburger. Uh, so that'll be coming up uh, later on. And that winner's going to receive a gift card, a koozie, a... Uh, and a uh, and a mask and all kinds of neat things from Waterburger and that'll be coming up a little later on in the program today and then tomorrow we'll get the games for week four. Can you believe we're already moving into week four of the Texas schoolboy football season with the Class One A through Four A? So, and I will give you a hint, uh, Glenn and Garrett. We uh, <laughs> we had another ten and zero. Uh, no, we did. Yes, we did. Ten we, and zero. We had a hey. We had several nine and one. I'm
3: sitting here. I'm sitting here talking about how they air conditioned the desert, and you're telling me about these guys going ten and zero and nine and one. Yep, we had several nine and ones and uh and 110
2: and oh so we'll uh, we'll have that announcement that major announcement coming up at uh between noon and three this afternoon from uh from unnecessary roughness and again it's the high school football pick'em contest brought to you by whataburger and if you want to vote you can do so go to com to vote we'll have the games up tomorrow i uh, should yeah yeah we should have the games up tomorrow and we'll uh for uh, week four and then of course We'll announce the winner on Monday. It's 10.56. More to come here on the program as we talk some high school football. We'll do that next when we continue on game time from ESPN Central Texas.
13: Greg May honors Central Texas teachers during 25th anniversary celebration. Greg May is searching for an outstanding teacher to award a brand new 2021 Honda Accord. Submit your favorite teacher before October 15th. Mail entries or deliver in person to Greg May Honda. Attention, My Favorite Teacher, 1601 West Loop 340, Waco, Texas, 76712. Or email your entry to gregmayhonda at aol.com. Winner will be announced on Tuesday, November 10th. Complete details at gregmayhonda.com under hashtag My Teacher
7: Time to rep your Rangers loudly and proudly with some fresh fan gear. Grab the redesigned Ranger Script home white jerseys. Go retro with the powder blue. Or snag the newly designed red TX cap. These looks and a lot more are waiting for you at the new and improved Grand Slam Team Store inside Globe Life Field. We are open all week long and ready for you. Find us inside the TXU Energy North entry or shop from your couch on MLBshop.com.
8: Hey, it's time to stretch your legs. Jeep Adventure Days are here at Alan Samuels. Get special financing on the granddaddy of Jeeps, Jeep Gladiator, now with 3.9 for 72 and no payments for 90 days. Grab hold of Jeep's rugged subcompact, Jeep Renegade, with 0% for 72, no payments for 90 days, or choose up to $5,750 in cash. Let's get going with amazing deals from your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. My house has a new glow I love my window
14: universalwindowscentraltexas.com That's Universal Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie list reviews. I love my
8: windows. They've
11: got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
1: KRZI Waco. K222 DC Waco. station
13: is
11: now the ultimate power in the universe. K265
1: DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas.
2: All right, welcome back to Game Time, your all-access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom Barfield, Stretch Smith, and Garrett Ross for hour two of the program. Now, Stretch, Friday night, uh, Stephen Simcox, Needed the night off. He had, I think, he had a wedding to attend or or something. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, he 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 needed the night off, so I I was able to pinch hit for him on the Friday night high school football scoreboard show. And and Garrett and I. Had that program and that was that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and our friends at Papa John's, we got to say thanks to those dudes again. Papa John's over on Valley Mills Drive, four hundred eight North Valley Mills Drive. They always come through with the pizza, and they did it again on Friday night. And we certainly do appreciate those guys. So, uh, and, and it was uh, guys, a uh, it was an interesting night. Uh, in Texas high school football uh, all across the Lone Star State. And, you know, one of the games that I thought jumped out uh, that we didn't even have on our board was Lexington and Rockdale. And Coach uh, Coach Mull and the Lexington Eagles win that game in, in, a, in a non-district game over Rockdale, 35-34. to 34. And for their reward, they get to play Cameron this
3: week. So <laughs> you got to love Texas high school football and scheduling in your non-district. And, and you know what? They got to love the fact that they got a W. It that's, that's, doesn't matter that it was 35, 34. At the end of the day, win. That's, that, that, that's, that's what matters. And so good for them. And, 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 and a big win. And you know what? Now they got to turn around and go focus, play a heck of a football team. Uh, some other games of interest. You know, we
2: thought uh, we thought that Franklin and Cameron could be a knockdown drag out. Well, Cameron at home took care of business, uh, Garrett. Mm-hmm. They they got after Franklin. And, and uh, trust me, when I say Franklin's a good football team, and Cameron got after them pretty good 37-8 coming off that loss to Belleville last week.
4: Oh, no doubt. And that's the thing is yo don't lose very many games at home. And I, I didn't see them dropping two in a row. So I, But, yeah, hats off to Franklin. They are a solid football team, and they're going to bounce back. But yo took care of business like they should have.
2: Two weeks ago, Zach Herbacek runs for six touchdowns against the Mahea Black Cats, boys. Friday night, he ran for six touchdowns against the Robinson Rockets. And, and I'm telling you, he put on a show. And uh, he, he was just impressive. Their offensive line got after. And that was, the, you know, when you, Glenn, we talk about it at any level. When you got a guy with the vision and the speed and the durability and the strength of, of this kid, Zach Robachik, and then an old line that can flap move people off the line of scrimmage, that's a pretty lethal combination.
3: That that leads that leads to what you call winning football games. Hey, I, I, good for him, and I, I like the points you make, Tom, because there's so many people I I, I think that don't realize you you run with your eyes, and when you got great vision and you got a feel for it, and obviously this young man does, that that only leads to you know people getting excited and 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 being able to be the back that you can be. You run with your eyes, guys. Good for him, and. Is that awesome? I mean, to put that many scores on the board, I, I, that's something to rally
2: around. No, absolutely. It, one game, it, it's so disappointing, uh, it, but the right decision obviously was made, but the Lorena-Gatesville game mm-hmm. was postponed because of a young man testing positive for the virus. So they had to they had to postpone that game, and that was, you know, it's a non-district football game and at the end of the day it was the right thing to do even if it was a district game right. I mean it's it was the right thing to do and and uh, they did they did the right thing as Lorena was was supposed to take on Gatesville McGregor plays up against a 4-A Gerald program and they get the win uh over Gerald 56-35 China Spring guys hey, hey, something's wrong in China they only scored 35 Friday night <laughs> <laughs> on the road <laughs> At Gordon Wood Stadium against Brownwood, they they put thirty five on the board. Uh, B's got them rolling over there now.
4: They're a really impressive team, and I'm, I'm so excited for this matchup this week when they host Lampasas. That's going to be an offensive like fire firestorm, man. That's going to be so fun, and it's really just which defense can make a play. And you you were talking about that Lampasis
2: game Friday night and boy did they go out and just absolutely light up it was like a they they like they were playing a video game they lit up that scoreboard
4: oh yeah 57 to 28 over Wembley I thought this would be a, Who's a top game 10 team to number four in the state yeah and they just flat out embarrassed them so yeah lamp passes is something serious but man them a china spring this week that's gonna be a fun matchup Indians of
2: resource suffer their first loss they lose to Clyde 52 14 so we'll see if they can bounce back this week,
4: that's not a, t- you don't want to lose any game, but to me, that's not a bad loss. Clyde is a really, really good football team. They got beat by number four, Cisco early on, and then Idaloo beat them. So those are two powerhouse programs from West Texas year in and year out. And, you know, I think Riesel can learn a lot from that loss and it, it, it bounce back, but yeah, it's nothing to hang their head about
2: stretch you mentioned this game that uh, impressed you La Vega, hooking up with Cal Allen and the Pirates Don Hyde's football team for real they uh, they moved to 3 and 0 with a 21-13 victory and boy, they don't they'll
3: play anybody who who wants to tee it up and they'll well, go play any, anywhere you want to play well and what I like again is what a i mean you know great defensive performance obviously they they know they have an identity they know what they do there. They're going to play defense. They're going to get after you, and they're going to score more. They're going to score more than you. So, good for them. I, hey, I'm on board with La Vega. I'm, I, if you guys haven't noticed, I mean, when we talk off the show, I'm 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 kind of becoming a pirate. I might I <laughs> might go get me a little tattoo on the old shoulder. Get, let's get it on up there.
2: <laughs> You're a fan.
3: I mean, there's no question. We have
2: figured that out. You are a fan of uh, of Modoc. So. Good stuff there. Uh, and, and we'll talk more about the games that are coming up mm-hmm. uh, later in the week. And, but one of the games that's coming up is, and I like these when, when teams will go play anybody. Uh, we mentioned La Vega playing anybody. They'll, you know. How about Troy? That was the third consecutive foray program that the Troy Trojans are playing. Whitney is going uh, to, Mart will play, Mart will go play anybody. Yes. And, and they're going to do it again. They're going to play, they're going to play Whitney this week. Uh, and that's the CW game, by the way, uh, Whitney and Mart. So that'll be interesting. I, I like when guys will just, you know what? let's just play let's just see where we are see where we match up let's go play football
4: no doubt and i think for programs like mart it's hard for them to schedule within their classification especially around here i mean you could probably get teams from Well, they can't
2: schedule around here
4: and that's what i'm saying you could probably get a couple teams from east texas or west texas to play you but then that's a logistical nightmare when you're having to find a a, you know a neutral site and everything so for them to play up classifications around here it's it's good and it just makes them even better once they start their playoff push. I, I say
2: that they they have to go play up. I mean, finding teams within your own conference, your own classification, it, it's really really difficult for a lot of a lot of teams uh, when they're trying to put their their non district mm-hmm. schedule together. Uh, eight minutes after eleven o'clock, talking some high school football. Anything jump out at you guys from uh, from the weekend it, that was Texas schoolboy football?
4: I think honestly, to me, I and mean, I'm gonna. I guess I'm on their bandwagon land passes continue to roll with that high powered offense. Um, uh, Lexington is for real. You know, that, that's something that, that game with Rockdale. But I, one thing I want to mention that it wasn't surprising, but I'm happy is Valley mills getting their first win of the season mm-hmm. going over there. And it was, I know Curtis was out there. They sent people over. There it was a the game of the week for new six. And, uh, that turned out to be a really good matchup as Sam Moody and the Eagles were able to get their first win. Valley Mills and Marlin, that was uh, that matchup. And, and, yeah, the Eagles did go
2: get that first victory. I, it, the one thing that surprises me, and, and, again, he's playing that schedule that screams tough, and that's the Clifton Cubs. They, uh, they dropped another one. I still believe that that's a good football team. And before the season is over, I think that that will, will prove out that they're a good football team. But when you play quality people, mm-hmm. and that's what they, they continue to do week in and week out. They lose to Maypearl 17-7, to
4: and the Cubs are now 0-3 on the young season. One more thing that stuck out to me was Conley and Springtown. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew that would be a good matchup. Springtown is really good, but Conley's got to find some offense to go. You know, and they have the, – I think the expectation for them, obviously, around here – and. Is to make a long run in the playoffs. Well, they got to get establish some offense, but you know you hate to see them drop two in a row like that.
3: Well, I, I tell you, my question, guys, who who is the most, who is the more impressive victory, Cameron or La Vega? Cameron going to Brownwood, La Vega beating Cal Allen. You tell mean China me who, who... going to Brownwood? I'm sorry. Yeah. Go, Ch- I'm, Ch- I'm sorry. Yeah. Yo, who did yo, yo, yo. yo beat I, Franklin at home. Yo beat Franklin. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. At, 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 back at home. So who who's, who's the more impressive victory there?
2: La Vega yeah, for Yeah, La me. Vega. Uh, you know, they're both really impressive, but again, La Vega will tee it up against anybody and, and here we go and, and they'll go play anywhere. I mean, they, they spent more time on a bus in the in the first three weeks than, <laughs> than you can just imagine, but uh they've only played at home what one time and i think in two neutral side Mm -hmm. games or something to that effect so and again we mentioned mart i think mart if you'll check the schedule i think the panthers still just have nine football games i i still think that they're hunting and i don't know how if they're if they are but i still think that they're they're short one football game because of scheduling they can't find folks to play and and uh, that makes sense. And I still think that they only have the, yeah, the nine have, football games.
4: They do. And, it, it, you know, down the road, they're going to play a good Bremont team. So that'll be a fun one to keep an eye on. Too. That's a league game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's a district game. And, yeah, yep. you're right. Bremont and uh, and,
2: and Mark, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that'll be a doozy. And I started to say they won't be able to. They won't have enough tickets, but they clearly, under under the conditions we're in now, won't have enough tickets. Yeah. All right, 11 after 11 o'clock, we're going to step aside, and we will come back with more of, uh, of game time. We'll talk some college football. We'll get into some more NFL conversation with Stretch. We'll do that next when we continue here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the com.
7: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a pleasant start to the day with temperatures starting out in the upper 60s and lower 70s. Skies will be mostly sunny with a few lingering clouds in the afternoon and a chance of rain east of I-35. We'll warm up quickly and highs will be in the upper 80s and lower 90s. Tonight, temperatures will drop down into the lower 70s with mostly clear skies. Cloud cover will increase on Tuesday with highs in the upper 80s and lower 90s and a 20% chance of showers and storms in the afternoon and evening. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
15: Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Got a couple minutes here left in segment number one of today's hour number one. Today's unnecessary roughness. I'm over Are here Are we discombobbled? At... No, I'm looking at what you're doing over there. What the segment there. we did, boys? Yeah, no, you're over there playing a uh, hot potato with the mic button. I don't know what you got going on. Man. I'm, I'm working on it. Just you you're working there. on something. I you don't know what it is. Oh, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Don't, don't take
14: your <laughs> <eat> little knives. <laughs> take your little
15: fruit. Don't.
14: Fight!
1: Fight! Fight, <laughs> fight! Unnecessary roughness Monday through Friday, noon to three on ESPN Central Texas. Rangers fans, don't just watch the games from home, bring a piece of the game to your home. From game-used baseballs to bases and autographed photos and jerseys, your next prized possession is just a few clicks away. To see what's on sale, visit the online store at texasrangers.com authentics. New items are always being added and you never know what will be there. Your piece of the game is waiting for you, so start shopping.
16: Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers, and I buy houses cash. If you own a house and want to sell it fast at a fair price, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. I can pay cash and close in as little as three days. I buy houses in any condition, any price range, and anywhere in the Waco and surrounding areas. I'm a private real estate investor who buys several houses a month, and I want to buy more. I buy inherited houses, divorced houses, behind-in-payment houses. I even buy my tenants won't pay me the rent houses. Do you own a house that is trash and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, because I love buying junk houses. I buy vacant houses, abandoned houses, condemned houses, and foreclosure houses. If you own a house and want to sell fast, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. 870-8645. Or check us out on the web at TexasTrustHomeBuyers.com. TexasTrustHomeBuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in
14: the state of Texas.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center. Stephen
6: Steven Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys fell to the Rams 20-17 on Sunday night and lost a few players in the process. Tied in Blake Jarwin. Went down with a knee injury and the team fears it's an ACL tear. He'll have an MRI later this week. Linebacker Leighton Vander Esch suffered a broken collarbone and will miss some time as well. And swing tackle Cam Irving left the game with a knee injury. We'll update you on all the latest Cowboys news right here on ESPN Central Texas all throughout the day. Baylor football has a game this weekend. The Bears were able to work out a deal to host Houston on September 19th at 11 a.m. Houston was scheduled to play Memphis this weekend. That game was postponed due to an outbreak on the Memphis team. Rangers and Astros had the night off. They start a three game set with each other tomorrow night at 7-10. And if the Dallas Stars win tonight, they'll be headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. They take on the Vegas Golden Knights at 7 o'clock on NBC Sports Network.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Go stars, go Stars. There's not a bigger Stars fan in this town than than yours, truly. I mean, oh, I can't wait. I am yeah, I'm on the edge of my seat. Stretch and say a word. Okay. Eleven <laughs> sixteen ESPN Central Texas. This is game You're Not time. drawing me off sides today.
3: I mean, I just not doing it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of drawing off sides, how many times were the Cowboys in the neutral zone in the first quarter?
3: Wow, I, I, that was pathetic—a a preseason feel. Nobody in the stadium, and they're listening to Jared Goff call the snap count. Yeah, that was—you're right, pathetic. And you know what? Those were all things that would have been worked out in the preseason. And you know, I've I've seen some of these guys on Twitter saying, "Hey, I'm," you know what? They didn't miss the preseason. The preseason wasn't missed. I disagree with you. I think the physical side of football you need to you need to take a few hits you need to be able to you know dish out a few licks you need to take a few you know take a few snaps and be able to get in the flow of football because quite frankly last night it, it took the cowboys i'm going to say a quarter and a half to a half of football to finally get to you know to finally
2: get going what what is the technique stretches it is it turn your head to the inside and watch – as simple as turn your head to the inside and watch the football? That's exactly
3: what it is. I mean, you've got to be – you've got to look for uh, – I mean, you tell everybody that. Everybody except the offensive line. Right. The receivers, you better be looking at the snap. The defensive lineman, I mean, you see the defensive line coach nine times out of ten. He's got the big broom handle out there. He's moving the ball while he's barking, hut, 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 going the ball's just sitting there, and then he moves the ball – with the broom handle, so that's something from day one that you, you know, you're coaching your defensive linemen on, but it's hard when you haven't been in those game situations just to jump in and be able to, boom, man, you you, you hear the snap call, and, and now, you know, you again, how how often, if you're just lined up out there, are you hearing, said, go, said, go, said, go, and then it said, go, uh-oh, you jumped off sides too bad, five yards, and it cost you, it cost you, and those, those were critical Penalties in that first drive, guys. Wasn't the Amari
2: Cooper 10 catches for 81 yards a very quiet 10 catches for 81 yards, in your opinion? Uh, It certainly was for me.
3: Yeah, super quiet because, again, you weren't going down the field. I mean, you've got to use him. Yeah, I want him to catch some (laughs) underneath balls. And, yeah, I want him to be able to, you know, catch it and get up the field and make somebody miss. But the fact that they didn't take some deep shots before that one to gallop, I've – it's beyond me and so i'm sure that's something that they're over there talking about right now and probably answering questions to after after a flight getting in here about 4:30 this morning.
2: Yeah, he's had several, i say several. He's had 3 11 catch games. He's had one 12 catch game in his career. So he was, you know, teetering right there with with a career high with 10, but it was a, to me it was just kind of a quiet 10 10 catches. I mean, this is the guy that, you know, especially when you got the rookie uh
3: this is the guy you got to kind of circle the 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 receiving core around don't you yeah yeah you, you you do but but guys you got you don't he doesn't have to carry the load anymore and that's the thing tom when you don't have to carry the load when you're able to you know you're, you're you're able to take a little bit off of you which he needed last year i mean i think he took a lot of criticism and undue criticism last year for games where they felt like well he you know he didn't show up in certain games Hey, men, guys, defensive defensive coordinators can dictate where you go with the football. They can decide who gets the ball or who they want to double cover, what they want to do from a stunt perspective. And so they can they can take guys out of the game. Well now when you do that, that's when you gotta make them pay. And I'm 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 assuming that's the reason that they got C D Lamb. He fell to them and they were able to get him. Now they've got to start to put all that together and be able to use that.
2: Do you buy the fact that C.D. Lamb is a rookie and that's why he was a little short on a three-yard route and he ran it at two yards? Uh, Hasn't he been
3: running a crossing route his entire life? Sure, sure. But, uh, again, guys, uh, think about the speed of the game. Think about moving for the speed of the game. And so, ha- has he seen – has he seen that type of closing ability? Has he, No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. And so he'll live and, he, and he'll learn from that. Again, a situation where, boy, wouldn't you like to have seen that in the preseason so it wouldn't cost you a game. All right, uh, Cowboys and the Falcons then on Sunday. And, and boy, you just don't want to get into an 0-2, do you? No, you don't. But, guys, let's think about the division right here. The, 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 the long-range goal is – win the division, and, and and get in. So you don't want to put all the pressure on them to say, hey, boy, you got to go out and win this game. Uh, Dallas had an opportunity to win the football game last night and didn't do it. They'll have an opportunity Sunday. The the margin for victory, fellas, in the NFL is very thin. And if you didn't see that yesterday and you didn't see that last night, well, then you're really not watching the game. Eleven let's shift some gears here. And, and,
2: Garrett, let's talk a little bit about uh, college football particularly in the Big 12, and again, I, it was just, I, I don't know, I, I watched it. I still don't believe what I saw. You know, uh, it was it was just an absolutely bizarre
4: day in non-conference football for the Big 12. Oh, no doubt. And you see Texas and Oklahoma go out and take care of business like they're supposed to. And I think it was probably – I was more impressed with Spencer Rattler, you know, going out there. And granted, it is a Missouri State team. But he, he made all the throws and reads that he needed to make at, at the college level, and he looked good doing it. And, you know, for Texas, I mean, like I said, their offense was so explosive coming out. And You know, that it is UTEP. But still, they didn't make the crucial mistakes. And both teams played – like there was – a. As far as from a penalty standpoint, usually, especially the way things have been this year, you would think you would have had more penalties in these games. But overall, they were pretty clean, and man, they were the bright spot for the Big Twelve because nobody else really showed up. We're a week, maybe two, depending on
2: how you look at it, uh, into the the the, uh, the the season. But all you heard going into it was it, the the conference is top
4: heavy. It's mm-hmm. top heavy. Is it top heavy in your opinion? I would say. I mean, you. Because really at this point after watching week one, and granted it is week one, but if, yeah, because I mean Oklahoma and Texas are obviously at the top and then Baylor and TCU, they, they'd be your next two and we didn't get to see what they could do. I think if Baylor comes out this week and they take care of Houston, and then I guess we could say, yeah, it is top heavy. Well, and again,
2: we're we're referring to Arkansas State going on the road to to Manhattan and the Little Apple and defeating Kansas State 35-31. Didn't see that one coming. Did not – I mean, you, you you know, you didn't see Louisiana just dismantling a top 20 Iowa State football team. I mean, that's a team that across the country people were talking about. They were talking about mm-hmm. the Cyclones and, and the quality of football team that they've assembled in Ames. But, man, they go out on, on opening day and get beat 31-14. to 14. So, those guys go in there, the Raging Cajuns, they get a check – they get a check and then they get a win as well so it's a double double.
4: I no doubt and I think going forward especially once it's just strictly conference play that your teams like Baylor and Texas and Oklahoma they cannot slip up against the Kansas State. They cannot slip up against the Iowa State because if they do given considering those bad losses they had in non-conference play, that could affect them as far as if they make the playoff or not. And then, you know, the the and I
2: when I say late game, this would have been I think this was a Fox game, right? and I think that is the window that's normally reserved for the, the primetime Pac-12 game. Yeah, so it's 7 o'clock on the West Coast, but it ain't 7 o'clock in, in Lawrence, Kansas. It's 9 p.m. when they kick that football game off, and Coastal Carolina has to, has to travel. Mm-hmm. Then they have to sit around in a hotel all stinking day and into the evening before they go to the stadium And then they go out and get a 38-23 win over over the Jayhawks, and they took it to particularly that first half. They took them to the woodshed in the first half.
4: Oh, no doubt. And you would think after them losing after Kansas losing to Coastal Carolina last year, that they would rebound, you know, this year. And and that just wasn't the case. And in fact, it was even worse, if you want to look at it. And I think that Les Miles really needs to do some soul searching over there. You knew going into that that Kansas traditionally isn't a good football program, but you would think that he, but there would, was hope. Yeah, you would. There was hope, and you would think that his pedigree and background would have able him to bring in the recruits, and that just hasn't been the case. I know he's trying to go the JUCO route and build up to try to win early, but when you do that, that takes up roster spots for recruits, and you can't just build your program from the ground up. And they, I mean, he, I don't know, he's just got his hands full.
2: And again, as I mentioned, I watched a lot of the uh, the Texas State game, and that game goes overtime. That was that was a wild football game, and a lot of snaps in that
4: game. Oh no, doubt. I watched the first half of that, and I think that was one of the better games. Obviously, it was one of the better games of the day, and those two programs are really fun to watch, and. You know, you, it's really tough, heartbreaking for Texas State, but you got to give Coach Trailer and the Roadrunners all the credit in the world because they came out, and took care of business on the road. All right, uh, eleven twenty-five here on a
2: Monday, man. This is there's just not enough time of the day from on Monday. We no. you, you, we we've got a million things that we haven't even touched on, uh, but we're going to sh- switch gears and we're going to we're going to bring in Kirk Mull, the head football coach of the uh, Lexington Eagles again his program gets a nice nice win 35-34 over Rockdale. We'll talk about the win over the Tigers and look ahead to the game with the Yeoman.
11: That's next here on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So, for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville.
8: My part time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting nationalguard.com
9: sponsored by the texas army national guard aired by the texas association of broadcasters and this station
0: tfnb your bank for life supports high school football in central texas find out why more central texans are making tfnb their bank for life sign up for our edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest cashback, or free digital downloads with five locations managing your money has never been easier and check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location, across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC.
4: Hello, friends. I'm Keith Bush, founder of Bush's Chicken. We're all aware of the current crisis in our country and our own community. Our main concern at Bush's Chicken has always been the well-being of our customers and our employees. With all restaurant lobbies now closed, you can take advantage of the long tradition of the Bush's Chicken Drive-Thru, known as the quickest in town. From our family to yours, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in the drive-thru. My house has a new glow.
8: I love my window.
14: Universal windows Central Texas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, that's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that
8: brand new home effect. Universal
5: Windows Direct. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit Coriolhealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm
5: Steven Simcox
6: with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series Tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center In Star. Cowboys fell to the Rams 20-17 on Sunday night and lost a few players in the process. Tied in Blake Jarwin. Went down with a knee injury, and the team fears it's an ACL tear. He'll have an MRI later this week. Linebacker Layton Vander suffered a broken collarbone and will miss some time as well. And swing tackle Cam Irving left the game with a knee injury. We'll update you on all the latest Cowboys news right here on ESPN Central Texas all throughout the day. Baylor football has a game this weekend. The Bears were able to work out a deal to host Houston on September 19th at 11 a.m. Houston was scheduled to play Memphis this weekend. That game was postponed due to an outbreak on the Memphis team. Rangers and Astros have the night off. They start a three game set with each other tomorrow night at 7 10. If the Dallas Stars win tonight, they'll be headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. They take on the Vegas Golden Knights at 7 o'clock on NBC Sports Network.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith.
2: 1131 Monday. Glad to have you with us. We uh, got him off the practice field, so we promised we wouldn't keep him long. But let's welcome in the head coach of the Lexington Eagles, Kurt Malk. First of all, coach, congratulations. Nice win for your football team.
17: Yeah, it was it was a big win for our kids. Our kids, uh, you know, I thought they took a lot of uh, pride and and. Just, you know, want to on Friday and, and put it to work and, and came out with a win.
2: So you win 35-34, but you never trailed in that football game.
17: No. We took the, our opening possession and went down and scored, and from there we just kept scoring until late in the fourth. We uh, we kind of hit some snags but and let them get back in the game.
4: Coach, your schedule is an absolute gauntlet, man. With games, Y'all have games against Cameron, Franklin, Rogers, Buffalo still to come on the road. If you make it through that, you definitely are poised for uh, playoffs, aren't you?
17: Yeah, I think our schedule, it, it helps us uh, with all our, our playoff pairings because you're going to see a bunch of different types of those uh, really good football teams from – you know, the slot T to, you know, power football to the finesse and the wide open football. So, you know, if we get through everything that, that we have on our schedule now, um, I think, you know, come the playoff times, we'll be ready to roll.
2: Have you had a conversation with your athletic director about that schedule?
17: yeah I, I keep telling him that you know he, he needs to be a little bit smarter but uh every year we kind of get the same same thing
2: hey talk a little bit about uh jared kerr and, and just how complete a football player he is for your program
17: well i think his numbers speak for themselves i mean he you know you get 17 tackles and an interception and then you know 230 yards of rushing and he you know he accounted for three rushing touchdowns and threw for another two so you know, as far as he's a nightmare for defenses to have to prepare for because he can he can kind of do it all, and then you know these colleges that are coming in looking at him, you know, half of them are for defense and half of them for offense because of his skill set he has. So, you know, as a I mean, he's well rounded in football and his football IQ and and uh, just the physical aspect of the game also. So I mean, you know, he you know the sky's the limit for him.
2: With with the shutdown back in March and, and and where we are with everything, is is your football team? Can you tell a difference where your football team is after a couple of weeks or this year compared to years past? I mean, is, are you on schedule? Do you think, or or is or can you tell that you may be a little bit behind because you didn't have the time in the spring?
17: I think because we had so many returning returners that it, it didn't hurt us as bad as it might have hurt other people, because of the experience that we had coming back. Uh, I think one of the aspects that we're kind of behind in right now is the, uh, the how in shape we are. I think not being able to really get after it uh, at the end of the year and throughout the summer, I think we're I think we're behind in that part. But you know we're going to have to play ourselves into shape um, throughout the year. I guess it, it just. You know, overall, I think we're we're ahead of the curve that we were at last year. But I can see how it would affect other teams differently if they had a whole lot to put in with some young kids.
2: You get the win over over uh, over the Tigers of Rockdown, so you played half of the Battle of the Bell. Now this week you get to play the other half as you take on uh, Tommy Brashear and, and, and Cameron.
17: Yeah, you know, we were we were scheduled to play another team, and we wound up picking up Cameron and. You know, everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. But you know, <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, and them have always done a good job over there. And you know, Cameron is always going to be Cameron. They're always going to be good and tradition rich in football. And so, you know, I take it. We, my kids and me, we take it as a challenge to try to go and, and beat those guys. And you know, hopefully prepare us for the playoffs and uh, you know the competitions right there. And I don't know. It, it's one of those things. Every year you 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 worry about injuries, but. We've gotten those major injuries for about the last five to seven years, so I just told myself we're going to quit worrying about that stuff. We're going to go play, and, you know, hope hopefully we come out, you know, injury-free and, and uh, on top of things.
4: And Kerr obviously gets all out of attention, but could you talk about the work and the play of your offensive line this season?
17: Well, I, I told – I was in an interview the other night. Our offensive line won us the football game the other night. They – that's the best I've seen them look in a long time uh, – those five guys, they got after it and opened up some holes. And, you know, as good as Jared is and as good a vision as he has, um, those guys are opening some holes that I could probably score through, too. So
2: now let's but don't get are. carried away, coach. <laughs> <laughs>
17: <laughs> but no, ser- on a serious note, I can't, I-, I told those guys, I said, y'all won the football game for us because from the very start of the game, they controlled the line of scrimmage. And until late, Um, Until late in the fourth quarter, we had two, three and outs in the fourth quarter that let us let them get back in it. And I think that we were just tired. Um, I told those guys once they get in shape, there's no, there's no, nobody that, you know, can stop us on a regular basis if they'll get after it like that.
2: Hey, congratulations on the win. I know you're in practice right now. I appreciate you very much jumping out and visiting with us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. You bet. Kirk Ball, the uh, head football coach of the uh, Lexington Eagles, and they'll take on the Yeoman of Cameron, and that'll be this Friday night. You gotta love Texas schoolboy football. There's a great matchup. That's that's just running down Highway 77. You know, it, it, when 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 you're uh, on the on that trek down 77, yep. there goes Cameron, then it's Rockdale, then it's Lexington. So, it, it you know, for fans, it'll be a you know 45 minutes, 50 minutes to run over there for. So it's it's. I'm glad that they're playing. I mean, I think it's a a great – it's a great measuring stick for his program, and, and, and why not go play the Yeoman?
4: Oh, no doubt. And in proximity also, when you have those type of caliber teams right down the road from each other, it's like you have to play.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, we mentioned China Spring going and playing at Brownwood. Heck, that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Go play good people and find out about your football team, and right now I think we're finding out about China Spring, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is this is an offensive football team that is putting up some points, and and again, we joke around that they only score 35, only 35 against the Brownwood line. So 1138, 22 before 12 noon. We are going to uh, jump into some cowboy conversation, and we'll do that when we continue on ESPN Central Texas.
8: Beach totes and flip-flop season will soon be here, so the gift horse is having a winter sale. Find lightweight capes, jackets, leggings, and more, and stock up on gloves and scarves. Check out our select Brighton Clearance Table and enjoy free gift wrapping. From everyday items to perfectly packaged gifts, you'll find it all at the Gift Horse. Located at 2056 North Valley Mills Drive, the corner of Valley Mills and Cobbs Drive.
9: Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street.
18: Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety
4: of your employees? Does your office point of Venture uses state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures. Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself, what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600, ubeo.com.
12: The world may look a little different right now, but one thing hasn't changed. Our commitment to ending Alzheimer's. When you participate in the Walk to End Alzheimer's, you're part of a community that cares, and that community has never needed us more. We're still coming together in 2020, even if it means trying something new. Register today at alz.org walk and be the first to know about the walk in your area. Register your team today at wacowalk at alz.org.
4: Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you wanna breathe, second, you wanna seal, and third, you wanna defend. Today, we're gonna talk about defending your roof against nature's elements. We replace every layer of your roof properly, And that starts with going all the way down to your deck. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack
11: Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Backroads Food & Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh-made pizza. Before those out-of-town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food & Fuel, 101 West Avenue C. in Valley Mills. Go Eagles!
16: Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers and I buy houses cash. Call me today at 870-8645. I'll buy your house for cash and pay you cash up front. I buy houses in any price range and any location in Waco and Central Texas. Do you own a house that needs thousands of dollars in repair? Great, because I love buying fix up houses. Do you have a tenant living in your property? Not a problem. I'll buy your house with a tenant in it. Do you think your property will be difficult to sell? Easy, we provide assistance for any situation. If you need cash for your house, call me today at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or check me out at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Remember, if you need cash fast, I'll pay you cash up front. Call me today at 870-8645. 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or online at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas. It's
19: Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas' own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin like Basic One Multivitamin Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition Supplements has what your body needs Cooper Complete has a special offer just for Listeners to the Matt Mosley show buy any two Bottles of Cooper Complete vitamins or supplements And get one bottle free Just use coopercomplete.com The coupon code ESPN2020 That's three bottles of Cooper Complete Vitamins and supplements for the price of two When you use the coupon code ESPN2020 At coopercomplete.com Live longer, live better with Cooper Complete nutritional supplements
12: Get a great deal on Kubota Utility Tractors. Our powerful, versatile lineup is built to do it all. So whether you need to mow, rake, stack, lift, or pull, get it done right with a Kubota Utility Tractor. Right now, get a Kubota Utility Tractor for zero down at 0% APR and save up to $3,000, plus no payments for 90 days. Now through October 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer.
8: WC Tractor, now with five convenient locations to serve you. Visit us at WCTractor.com.
2: Sunday night football last night saw the Cowboys drop a 20 to 17 decision to the Los Angeles Rams again the Cowboys had a chance to kick a field goal and tie the game elected not to Elected to go for it on fourth down needed three yards got two on a crossing route and and uh, they did. Not, they just didn't get it done. They just did not get it done on the road. And now they'll come home and take on the Atlanta Falcons. That'll be a 12 noon game on Sunday. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas beginning at
18: 11 a.m.
2: After the game, first year head coach Mike McCarthy, he addressed the
18: medium. Tough loss. Um, not the way we wanted to start, but you know that the guys battled. Uh, first time in live action. You know, there's a lot of little things, coordination on sideline, communication uh, that we'll, we'll improve on. But, you know, I think the reality is uh, we, we, we got off to a, a solid start in, in those areas, and um, we can build off of that. With that, I'll take your questions.
5: Can you begin with walking us through your thought process on that fourth and three down there and, and detail a, a little bit more on the play what, what the call was and what happened there when it came up short? Sure.
18: Well, I mean, yeah, you know, I think the, the you know the flow. It's you know there's all obviously things that, that go into those types of those types of situations. You're you're always um, looking at, particularly you know coming off of a second down, you go into a third down, based on your field position. Um, you know, obviously we're clearly in, in, in field goal range, and uh, it was a three point game, so you know all those things are factored. The conservative play there is the is to. Um, you know, is is the kick to the field goal, but I, I I just felt really good about how we were moving the football, and you know it was a, it was a you know a mesh pattern type concept, and you know with the, with you know crisscrossers, and uh, you know you got to give them credit, they they made it made a hell of a made it hell of a play on the throw and catch, and we were short. Can you also talk about that
5: pass interference call on uh, Gallup? Offensive pass interference call on that play late. In the
18: uh, final 30 (laughs) seconds. You know, I I really didn't see a replay of it. Just watching it live, it looked like two guys hand fighting. I I thought it was well executed. Uh, I was I was surprised there was a call there. Uh, Either way, so um, uh, very very obviously disappointed in the the call, uh, particularly at that point in the game. I I thought they let both teams play tonight, and you know you you just don't usually see that, particularly at a critical point in the game. So. I have not seen a replay so that's about as much as I can comment on it.
2: He's 100% correct. You you normally don't see that called at that juncture in the football game unless Garrett it is just blatant and that clearly was not blatant. What the DB did a heck of a job, you know, bending the back right. and, and and all. He sold it pretty well, but come on, man. At that point, you got to let those guys play. They I mean, these are world-class athletes and, and most of the time Now, last night was not most of the time, but most of the time there is little to no separation between a DB Mm -hmm. and a a receiver. That's why it is so impressive to watch quarterback play. When quarterbacks are completing passes, they are literally threading needles. I mean, because of the coverage is so outstanding in, in the in the NFL, because, again, these are world class football players. And that was just a heck of a, a good play that the Cowboys made to put him in position down at the 15-yard line. And you had the offensive pass interference, and boy, that just killed that deal.
4: Yeah, it was really unfortunate. I mean, both of the guys are going for the ball. They're, they're, they're making plays on it. And he might've, Gallup might have stuck his arm out a little bit, but he didn't f- fully extend. I, that right there, you should have kept the flag in your pocket and just let the play you know, determine itself. It's unfortunate, but at the same time, you know, if you were to kick the field goal, you wouldn't be looking back on this saying, well, what if we got this call? But at the same time, it is what it is. But it's one of those unfortunate situations and they'll just have to bounce back. No,
2: I, I agree. I think if you kick the field goal, which I was hoping they would do, then you're you're dead even on the road and, and you're playing, you know, what, about a six-minute football game right. to determine the winner. I mean, you know, so... And at that point, at 20-20... to 20, or you know any way you want to look at him, you can call it zero zero. What mm-hmm. I don't, who cares? It's it's an even football game, and then you've got about six. Go play the game and see what happens. Oh but, no, but,
4: no doubt, man. It, it, the Dallas at that point, the defensive line was doing making plays for Dallas, so I would have took my chances just put the defense out there and let them hold on. So there you go, eleven forty-eight
2: uh, dozen minutes in front of twelve noon, and uh, you want to jump in and, and we want to get your thoughts uh, on anything that we have conversed on today the cnc collision center text line is 254-662-1660 that's 254-662-1660 to jump
4: in with us on the cnc collision center text line so there you go and we have one text here that i meant to get into this earlier but uh it's from the 254-931 did you see bj foster from texas essentially just quit the team during the third quarter Of the UTEP game? I did not. Yeah, he quit the team, and then, uh, so they were determining what's going to happen now. Is he going to come back? And then magically, he's in the weight room yesterday morning, or this morning, with them. But when you say he quit, he he, literally, he he, he walked walked off the field, field? was done. And then now he's magically back with the team. What do you, I mean, what does that say? If you're a teammate, you know, especially like a young player trying to make the team, or like somebody like that, Kai... uh, uh, Kai, Money that walk on for Texas that had the big play and the big touchdown. Somebody like that who puts in all this time, this effort, you know, if he was to do that he would not get a second chance to come back on the team, but somebody like that because you have the name of, you know, B.J. Foster has, is able to get a pass. I just think that sets a bad example. Well, (laughs) and I don't know all the particulars, and again, you know, Tom Herman may have had a
2: conversation with him on uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Uh, The his, the team may have voted there's a million and one things that go into cuz you you know that's like mm-hmm. a family i mean a right. football team is like a family and so there there's a million and one things that, that can go into it but I also remember uh when jimmy johnson cut a player for falling asleep in a team meeting
4: yeah but it was he a asked him
2: he asked him what if it would have been emmett smith he just said i would have asked him to wake up or whatever yeah. you know, every there's you know there, there's it's different for everybody now, whether you think that's fair, or unfair, or right or, or wrong, you know, but everybody gets treated differently,
4: based on you know just based on who they are. Right, and we, you know, Stretch was talking earlier about the the how some teams, like in the NFL, they look like they needed preseason, and mm-hmm. others didn't. We had a good text here from the two five four two four two. They were talking about how many teams that looked like they needed the preseason had new coaches or quarterbacks out there.
5: I would say Great maybe point.
4: some. But not all, as well. I mean, it's no, just one of those things. But Tampa certainly did,
2: right? Dallas. You just heard Mike McCarthy said that we had some communication uh, issues on the sideline, and uh, you know there there was some coordination mm-hmm. on on on. Uh, and that that happens every time you have a coaching change. You know, there's where those two, three, four, five preseason games come into play. You know, just how you just how you do things. Right. I mean, from coming out for your pre for your pregame stretching, cal and pregame workout, it's totally different from coaching staff to coaching staff and you know, they probably had to practice that. So with McCarthy saying that they had some communication uh issues, you can you can you can mm-hmm. see that. And and that uh, to me that's a great point. The teams that that looked like they they needed uh, they needed to uh have some preseason work, may be the ones that had new key personnel or had a, had a had a new coach and coaching staff.
4: I think another area where you've seen that where preseason would have been beneficial was, I know Dallas had some issues jumping off sides or in, in following the cadence. Washington definitely did. So that's one of those areas too that would probably get cleaned up if you had the reps in preseason.
2: Yeah, Dallas lived in the neutral zone the first quarter. And it was just silly. I mean, sometimes it was unabated to the quarterback. That's how ridiculous it was. And you're like, hey, there's no crowd. <laughs> Watch right. the football. And when it moves, you move. I mean, you know, this is, Stretch was talking about it earlier, just how simplistic it is supposed to be. Now, we all know that when you're, when you're running and gunning and your motor's going and you're ready to make a play, you're ready to make a play, and that happens. But mm-hmm. for the most part, you, you've got to figure out a way to, to – you can't put an NFL team in, in first and five. <laughs> and no, expect can't. to get off the field because, you know, for the most part, that's not going to happen. So 1153, seven away from noon, coming up at the top of the hour. It is unnecessary roughness. And we say hello to QQ. Q, good morning. What a day, huh?
15: I mean, there's just tons of stuff to talk about, man. I'm telling you, uh, I heard you say that you need about six hours. show. I think we need about 12 hours to go ahead and cover, uh, you know, for the next show, because, man, there is a lot to talk about. Uh, obviously, a lot of NFL action, but mm-hmm. a lot of college football action as well. Uh, man, I'm just I'm pretty fired up. But yeah, uh, Baylor, Houston—that's obviously a big deal. So we'll talk about that in great length uh, on the show. But uh, coming up today at 12:30, uh, Ross Dellinger from uh, SI Now and Sports Illustrated—he'll just kind of get the whole NCAA football uh, landscape and just talk with him about that. And uh, we'll ask him also about uh, Baylor and then Houston. And then also uh, Ted Pardee. hes part of the Houston Cougars uh, color commentary for the radio. Uh, He's—he'll uh, join us at two o'clock to ta- talk all things Houston Cougars. So. Yeah, I got a pretty uh, action-packed show. Did you enjoy your Sunday of Raider football? I enjoyed my day, my Sunday of all NFL football. <laughs> I sat down with the Sunday ticket and I just I ticketed it up. I enjoyed it and I I love it. It's uh it's the best day ever for me. And uh yeah, with the Raiders coming out with the victory it made it even better.
2: Anything crazy?
15: Uh jump out at yeah, you? Yeah, there was a lot. Jacksonville beat Indianapolis. And I don't think that Jacksonville even has a, a, a varsity team out there. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, I couldn't believe that. I heard you guys talking about Washington. They come back from, what, 17-0 yep. down? Yep. I mean, that was that was pretty incredible. I was gone. It's it was... 17-0. I was gone. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, and they should put the t- team away like that. But, you know, ultimately, man, I think every team, as bad as they are in the league, uh, they're still – it's like the the margin of error is, is very little. You know what I mean? Like, uh, most of these games end up being close anyway. Right. I mean, like Baltimore blew out the Browns, but – the, the Browns might play them again, and all of a sudden, it's a close game. It mm-hmm. just That's just how it changes in the NFL. And you look up, and like you said, you went away from 17 nothing. All of a sudden, you look up, and, the, and Washington's back in the game. So Crazy Happens stuff. all the time. All coming up at high noon
2: today on UNR Unnecessary Reference
4: with Q Ward and Steven Simcox. 11.55. All right, Garrett, what would you learn today? I learned that the Cowboys have a lot of work ahead of them if they want to reach their full potential and – if they want to, I mean, they, they just got a lot of work to do. I think the expectations were real high on this offense coming in. And when you're not able to put up the points, you know, consistently like you should, there's a lot of questions there. And I learned that
2: the Sunbelt Conference must be a lot better <laughs> than most people thought they were as they, as they went, what, three and one against yep. the Big 12. So Texas is the only team to get a win. Everybody else suffered the loss and then had to write the check to boot. So <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll do this again tomorrow at tw- – at, uh, I started to say 12 noon – at 10 a.m. Until then, have yourself a great Monday afternoon, and we'll see you tomorrow.